Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Andrew. It's Wednesday. It is. It's Wednesday, October 20, the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> yes, that it is. <laughs> when this is airing. When this is airing. Yeah. So, well, that's going to be helpful to the people who are listening on that day. It is. And on that day, you will be wearing your Wednesday socks. It's a possibility. But, you know, we do this so far ahead of time. I hate to say that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But probably. <laughs> Absolutely. So as we're continuing on in Matthew chapter 7, I want to read verses 12 through 14 from the English Standard Version. So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. You know, this is one of those teachings where I, I scratch my head because, it, particularly this time in the Lord's ministry, there's so many people following him. Lots and lots of people following him. And yet his teaching seems to be such to, to almost discourage people from following him. I mean, if, if you kind of go back through what he's been saying, recorded for us in Matthew 5 and Matthew chapter 6, he's actually not promising riches in following him. He's saying you'll be provided for. And he's not promising ease in following him. He's saying you'll be reviled and slandered and persecuted. And there's blessing to be found in that. You know, you'll mourn and there's blessing to be found in that. It's like everybody wants to be near him. But when you're listening to what he says, it seems like it would cause you to pause. And this is another one of those where, I mean, he just lays it out there. You want life. That is not the easy, pleasant choice to make. Oh, how is it that we keep telling people they should come to the Lord? You know what your problem is, is you have a God-shaped hole in your heart. And oh, if, wow. And if you would just come to the Lord, he would fill that hole. And uh, I mean, I guess there's a way to get there. But boy, when I hear, come to the kingdom because you'll be poor. Yeah. yeah the, it's, it's In my kingdom, it's the poor people that are blessed. You know, you've got a God-shaped hole in your heart because you've got too much money. Mm. Or you've got too much pride and too much arrogance. You've got a God-shaped hole in your heart because, you know what, you're laughing a little bit too much. What you need to do is mourn. That's the blessed person. You know what, you've got a God-shaped hole in your heart because you're actually too powerful and, and you're actually too um, uh, focused on yourself. What, what you need to do is be meek. We, it's, it's like this idea that we have about God-shaped hole maybe exactly backwards. <laughs> Well, okay, so God-shaped whole idea might be backwards. I think another thing that perhaps is backwards is where people are looking for to get a sense of God is blessing me or God is with me. Yeah. Okay, if 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 it's all rainbows and sunshine and life is good, well, that must mean that God is blessing me. And I'm not saying he isn't, but when Jesus talks about this difficult time and these narrow ways, I mean, when life is so difficult, that's when people start to question, is God there? Is God listening to my prayer? Has God forsaken me? Have I done something wrong? And that's where Jesus says, yes, God is there. God is there, and God's a good father. And this is actually bread and fish 
even though we're, we're not, you know, it's so difficult right now. We're not seeing it as bread and fish. And so Jesus is pointing out that, look, here's what I realize I'm teaching you about. I'm teaching you about mm, a difficult way. Mm. I'm teaching you about a, a narrow gate and door. And you know what? Most people aren't going to like this. Most people aren't going to like it at all. And most people aren't going to knock on this door. And most people aren't going to walk on this path. The majority of people are going to go a different direction. I think that's a hard message for people to hear today. We're into our options. We like the idea that there's lots of different paths and lots of different ways. We can chart our own course to get to God, to get to heaven, to get to blessing, what have you. Jesus makes this a binary, just one of two ways. Yes. And and you're going to pick one. or I guess even by default, you're going to pick one. Yeah, there's no way not to choose. You are choosing a way. Mm-hmm. You, you don't get to say, yeah, I'm not going to make that choice today. No, no, you're choosing it. You're choosing it. You're either walking on God's narrow way or you're walking on the wide way. Uh, you, you, you don't. You, I think that's where we get back to this keep seeking, keep asking, keep knocking. Hey, today, where are you walking? Yeah. 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 We're, we're not sitting up at the crossroads at the at the, the where the, the paths part in front of us. And you know what? I'll wait. I'll make that decision tomorrow. No, we're walking. We're walking on a way and we're either walking on his narrow way or we're walking on his wide way. Uh, now, you know I, why Jesus is great, because he'll at least tell us the destination up front. Yes. And I have a sense that those forces that would encourage us to walk that broad way, they're going to change the destination sign. <laughs> they're going to say that this is the Broadway and it's easy and it leads to life. And that's why everybody's on that path. Duh. And Jesus is saying, nope, nope, that is not the destination. Mm. It's like those beer commercials where you got those folks sitting around a campfire getting drunk. And what do they say? This is the life. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Sobriety leads to life. Purity leads to life. Sacrifice leads to life. Walking the narrow, difficult way. Now, this is the life. Uh, but, you know, sometimes it's going to be tough along that path. I, I, I do want to throw this out. I, I'm not trying to say that being a Christian and being a disciple is just misery all this life until we finally get to heaven. No, you're not saying it. It's only implied. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> implying that. But I, I think we have to recognize that uh, there is hardship. There is hardship along the way. Well, and that's why I started where I did. Jesus has been talking about different kinds of hardships all along. It didn't change in this part of the sermon. I just wonder, when when does it come home? Mm. You know, when when do we realize it? Oh, wow. So you brought up the destination, and I think we kind of quickly mentioned it, but the two paths do have two destinations, and what are those destinations? Well, there's life and there's destruction. Mm. And how do we get to each of those locations? We make a choice of the path we're going to lead today. And the narrow way leads to life. Yeah. The wide way leads to destruction. It even talks about starting at gates, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which can be closed or open. you got to knock on those. One of the things, I, I appreciated the metaphor you used a moment ago about the fact that the people who are promoting the wide way are going to change the destination sign. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to say, oh, yeah, life, this direction, you know, fun, this direction, pleasure, this direction. And, and you're going to have all of that. But, you know, one of the interesting things is I think what most of us want to do is we want to choose the path and then also choose 
our destination. Oh, very much. Separately. Yeah. It's like yeah. we want to choose the path and the destination separately, but they go together. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine used to say, you can't pick up the tail of the snake without getting the head also. Oh, okay. All right. So, you know, you if you if once you've picked up the tail, you're going to get the head. Once you've started walking the wide way, you don't get to turn around and say, well, you know what I want is life. I think I'm going to have life at the end. I'm, no, once you've chosen the wide way, you get the destruction. It's It's just, it's going to happen. Unless you... Choose the narrow way. This choice of ways uh, is something that we've talked about before, and certainly on Text Talk. In Psalm 1, there is this contrast of the one who cherishes the Lord's way and pursues it versus the one that goes a different way. Hey, you want to read that? Can I read that? Please do. All right. So in Psalm 1 from the New King James Version, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous." For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Destruction. Remember when we were in Psalm 1, more than a year ago, Mm -hmm. one of the things we learned then is that that final verse doesn't say that you will be destroyed at the end of the the way of the unrighteous. It doesn't say uh, the unrighteous are destroyed at the end. It says the way of the unrighteous. And so it's it's this picture of here's this promise. Oh, at the end of this way is life. No, no, it's it's like a road that gets out into the middle middle of the wilderness, and you, and you see this oasis out there, mm-hmm. but you get mm-hmm. there and you realize that it it was actually just a mirage, mm. and this way has actually just died out in the middle of the wilderness. Uh, maybe maybe quicksand. Maybe I or you know I think that's kind of the the. Israel Jerusalem picture. I think about the uh, Florida Everglades picture or the Louisiana <laughs> swamp picture yeah. that you've got this path that says, I'm going to get you through the swamp. And it actually just peters out in the middle of the swamp as you're stuck in the muck and getting sucked under as the alligators are coming to get you. So yes, of course, the unrighteous has death and destruction at the end of that way, but it's because the way itself dies and is destroyed. I see as well an echo when we when we think about this broad way that leads to destruction. I said a moment ago, they'll change the sign on you. Well, in Psalm 1, I think we see who. It's the ungodly. It's the sinners. It's the scoffers, the scornful. You know, that we're not walking these paths by ourselves. If we want to choose the way of the Lord, we know that the Lord is with us and his people are with us. But this broad way, I mean, that that's where the multitudes are, and that's where all the fast talkers and the scornful and the mockers are going to be to to make sure, yeah, you want to stay with this crowd, you want to stay on this road, you want to never go on that road over there. Those are, those are fools over there or worse. Be ready for people walking on the wide way to scoff, yeah. to mock, to belittle. Why would you walk that way? You seem to be going through so much difficulty and hardship. This way is so much easier. It, it, it's so much faster. It's so much, I, I just don't understand. Only idiots, only fools, only ignorant people would be walking on that way. It's, it's what we're going to see from the scoffers. Mm-hmm. And we just need to be prepared. People are going to scoff. They're going to mock 
when we're on the narrow way. So it's kind of like we're not just we're not just a few of us on the narrow way. We're looking over and we're seeing people on the wide way having fun, following pleasures, and they're looking back at us and hollering, "Yeah, you morons over there, yeah. why are you doing that?" Yeah. And it's tough. What keeps you on that narrow way is a meditation upon God's word and listening to God's word mm-hmm. uh, over delighting. above those scoffers, delighting, yeah, in God's word. Absolutely, and remembering, I actually know where this path leads. Yeah, I know where this path leads. This path really leads to life. Mm-hmm. All of this comes back to, all right, what am I going to do today? I've got a choice. I am not. I am not standing at the head of two paths trying to decide, okay, which one am I going to walk one day? I'm walking one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm walking mm-hmm. one of them today. Which one am I walking today? I think that may even help us in, in, in some of the debates and the discussions we have about the choices we make. I, I know we have to consider, is this a sin or is this not a sin? But I think uh, the better discussion is not just, can you prove to me that this is in the box of sin, but rather... Which way is this choice leading me? Is yeah. this one leading me closer to Jesus and to life, or is this leading me away? Yeah. Uh, so maybe I can't absolutely prove that it's sinful, but is it is it going in the opposite direction from Jesus? Yeah, I appreciate the direction a lot. Appreciate all of you for joining us today for Text Talk. Looking forward to picking up the conversation tomorrow, Lord willing, uh, talking a little bit about teachers and fruit and will you know them and more of these uh, binary decisions that must be made. Uh, Let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for today. We know, Father, the truth of your word. We we are walking away today. We are walking a path. Help us to know and to discern, Father, that we are on your path, this narrow one. We pray, Father, that as we face difficulties for our faith and for our conviction, we might feel your strength and the confidence of your truth uh, to walk with you this day for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Now, if I didn't hit the start button on that clock, I'm not sure what I'd even do here. (laughs) I know what you would do here. You would kick off our program. Okay.